What's going on, golf addicts? Welcome to the Tour Junkies podcast for the BMW 2022 DFS show championship. BMW luxury car, nice car championship from someplace called Delaware. Never heard of her, but I hear she's lovely this time of year. Wilmington Country Club. Talked a little bit about the golf course on the betting podcast. Talked about it on the First Look podcast this morning. Not going to get into it tonight because we're going to talk a little bit of DFS. Going to talk a little strategy. Going to keep it crisp tonight, people. Crisp. Because Pat's Pat's kids have school tomorrow. And dang it, he needs it crisp tonight. So we're going to deliver it crisply. I got to have it crisp. Going to deliver it crisply. Very crisply. let's, Let's get kinky. Hey, as always, presented to you by our friends. I said that one time. You did at Fantasy. Did that again? Let, let's let's get kinky. <laughs> let's uh, let's get kinky. Speaking of kinky, our friends at FantasyNational.com. That's where you get. That's where you can get real kinky and and have some fun with PGA data. I mean, if you can't get kinky with data, golf data, then how how do you even get kinky? I don't think it's possible. So head on over to FantasyNational.com slash TJ to get 20% off any membership level there. Weekly, monthly, annual memberships, all available. You know, you could, you could, you could do a lot of things with that. You could be, do a lot of great things with that. So I highly encourage you to check it out. That's where, that's where we're at, okay? That's where we're at. We've been there for five, six years. It's a beautiful place. Go check it out. Pat, the DraftKings show, I want to talk some strategery. I want to talk about oh. possibly some things that could happen, you know. That's what we're trying to do here. We're, we're doing some predicting. You know, we're some prediction boys. That's what we do. We're doing some predictions. Uh, we talked about Willie Z. I, I rubbed that in your face enough at, in the, on the betting show. I don't. I don't want to. You know, I, I don't. I don't want to continue to rub the Willie Z play in your face from last week. I, I want that to be squashed. I don't want to talk about the fact that you basically got alpha out of playing Willie Z last week when I told you on the betting show you should have, and then he won, and you were you now your feelings are hurt, and now all the money you've Thought you were going to make on Willie Z winning his first golf tournament you never made. And I don't want to talk about it anymore. We've talked about it enough. Okay. Uh, Thank you. We don't need to hear about it anymore. Appreciate it. Okay. Let's talk about weeks like this. Because weeks like this, 68 guys, no cut. Okay. No cut. 68 guys. And, and you know, this is unlike, like, some of the WGC events where you have a handful of guys that get in on, like, some Asian tour ranking or DP World t- Tour ranking. And, like, they kind of suck. And they're kind of throwaways. I mean, not, not all these guys are throwaways. I mean, Luke List is a minimum price player. I mean, hey, that's exciting. For a guy like me, that's, that's really exciting. You got Luke List. Kurt- I don't find that very exciting, but whatever. You oh, wanna- well, if that doesn't excite you, does Kurt Kitayama at minimum price? Yeah, Kurt Kitayama yeah. excites me. Listen, I'm telling you, even with, with the four, five names at the minimum price, I bet I could excite every, every member, every listener, every stereotypical listener in the Tour Junkies family of of listener types. I mean, Luke, Luke definitely appeals to certain types. You know, if you're, if you're a really nice guy and you, you, you know, you just want to find a real sweet girl you can bring home to mom, Mackenzie Hughes probably fits McKenzie that bill. Hughes. He's down there at 6,000. He's nice, you know, he's Canadian. JJ Spawn almost just won a damn golf tournament. And he's down there. JJ Spawn is like that real hot or cold, you know, he, he's a hot or cold bitch. You know, that's what he is. He just, he's going to be hot or cold. You're going to love him one day, hate him the next. Uh, and then Matt Kuchar, if you like the Cougars, if you like the older ladies, Matt Cougars, Matt Cougars, Matt Kuchar is there is there for Matt you. Matt Cougars. So, I mean, there's a variety. That surprises me. Matt Kuchar just hung around 
Just hung How, around yeah, all wait year long. Why is he here? How is he here? Is Matt Why Kuchar... is he not in live yet? We talked about we talked about Adam Scott in the last show. Adam or uh, Matt Kuchar seems like he should be a live guy. He really does. The miserly fellow. He wouldn't have to take. He wouldn't have to hear his caddy pissing and moaning about. Yeah. You know, having to stay in a crap hole. You know, and have to have to Uber everywhere or rent a car He's for a lot of money. Not going to contend in any more majors, so he doesn't have to care about like if, if for some reason they can't play in majors. Like Matt Kuchar seems like a live guy. Matt Matt Kuchar is also the kind of guy that would not join Live just so that his caddy would not get all the benefits of being a Live caddy. Like because you know Live caddies they they pay for your airfare to get you to the tournaments. They put you up in a nice place. They give you a car for the week. They feed you real nice. They let you eat with the players. That's why Kuchar's not at Live. That is a hundred percent why Kuchar's not is not is not at Live because if he goes to Live. He has to eat a meal with his freaking, you know, sorry, low-level servant caddy. That's why he's not there. So he's, he's a big believer in segregation of caddies versus oh, No, players. he's a big asshole. That's what he is. He's a Georgia Tech guy. He's a complete asshole. Sorry, Bert. By the it way. kind of seems like. I used to like Kuchar, too, until that whole thing. It's kind of just... Hold on. We got to give a shout-out to Burt, because Burt Kitchen... Oh, Burt here. Now, he's a Georgia Tech guy, you know, and he's, he's yeah. his DK handle is UGA hater. But shout-out to Burt Kitchen, famous listener, for winning the... Is it the third season or fourth season? This is the third season. The third season of the Nut Hut Listener League. Burt Kitchen closed it up last week, ran away with it in the Listener League Championship Finals, and wins an all-expense paid trip to either Savannah or Augusta to come spend a couple days with me and Pat playing some golf, having <laughs> some all drinks, expense having some drinks, and listen to where he is. There's no <laughs> way we could have. Ri- <laughs> there's no way we could have rigged this thing because Burt, get this lives in augusta <laughs> he lives in augusta you want an all-expense paid trip to where you actually live <laughs> <laughs> oh, i love it dude i we could not have drawn this up any better i'm so happy bert one <laughs> you know i'm full-time db now the cash flow is not is where I'd like it to be for Tour Junkies Enterprises. So if you're a sponsor and you're you know you're interested in sponsoring the event, we love what's the tur- the the what are we doing? I don't know. I just had an aneurysm. If you're interested in sponsoring the Tour Junkies at any level, we'd love to have you. But for Bert to win this thing, he's like basically my neighbor down here. Uh, it was pretty incredible. In in in. By the way. But he ran away with it. He won it fair and square. There's no way you could even say it, because this is a season-long thing with people all over the country. Bert is the J.J. Spawn winning the Tour Junkies Listener League. It's like like J.J. Spawn winning the FedEx Cup. That's what Bert is. Except Bert went to Tut. No way. Bert went to Tut Middle. I went to Lankford. I went to Lankford. We were were rivals. Y'all were rivals. (laughs) Dang, you went to Tut, dude. I dated a... No, Tut. I dated a a ho. A ho from Tut Mid- when I was in middle school. An absolute ho. Oh, man. Best stays home and catches an Uber. Bert stays home and catches an Uber to meet y'all. 
Oh, dang, dude. It was funny, man. I mean, I didn't even realize what was happening, and Pat texted me on Saturday, and he was like, dude, Bert, local Bert may win the Lister League. And I was like, what? <laughs> oh, dang. Anyway. Uh, anyway, the Lister League starts over in like three weeks. So uh, get, get with it. All right, let's talk about this week, though, Pat. We're not going to talk about the golf course. We've already talked about that. I think there's a couple things. The easily the most popular move is going to be studs and duds. It's not even close. DraftKings comes out. Cam Smith is the, is the highest owned player at the soft baby food price of 10.7. Okay, that is soft. That is criminally soft. And he withdraws. They put Rory at 10.5. So now you have the highest price player in the field is Rory at 10-5, okay? Then you got names like we've already mentioned. Luke List, Kurt Kitayama, J.J. Spawn at 6K. Guys playing well right now. Lucas Glover, 61. Uh, Trey Mullinax, 62. You got guys playing really well down here in the cheap prices. Studs and duds is going to be the move, okay? 8K, it always tends to be the move, too, in no-cut events because people just exactly. gravitate towards the fact that they don't have to worry about Yep. A miscut from a 6K guy. So it, it always is the move. Yeah. So it's going to mean, the, to me, the lower 8K, the upper 7s, is going to be a dead zone. Now, there are going to be players that people talk about in those ranges, including us. There are going to be people, they have shows and stuff, that talk about players in the 8K that they like and 7K. They will get discussed. But when the rubber hits the road and people start making lineups, I just don't think a lot of people are going to make lineups with guys in that mid-8K to mid-7K spot because it's going to be a dead zone. It's going to be 10 and 9K guys, and it's going to be low 7 and 6K guys. So, deductive reasoning would say, if you want to be a little contrarian, you could definitely do something different. Also, do not be afraid to leave an abnormal amount of cash on the table this week. You know, we always tell you you should, you should be comfortable leaving some cash on the table in your lineup. Don't use all your salary cap. Don't be, a, don't, don't be a guy that gets duped, right? Don't feel like you have to do that. Very rarely do optimal lineups or winning lineups come out using all $50,000 of their DraftKings salary money. So don't be afraid to leave it on the table. I'm telling you, we have seen enough of the, we've been doing this since 2015. We've seen enough no-cut events won by lineups that have $1,000 $1,500 left on the table, okay? Don't be afraid of that. When you have a field this deep and this strong and the pricing is this soft, don't be afraid to do that. I just, I just have to say that. Two more quick things. In your models, in your stats, whatever you're looking at, you've got to have something like a DraftKings points gained statistic that you can find on Fantasy National. It's a great place to look at it. DraftKings points gained. How well do these players stack up DraftKings points versus their competition on certain courses and certain fields and certain tournaments? That's important. You guys got to score. You know, there are certain players who just score. Yeah, they may finish 20th, but they score in the top 10 in DraftKings points. Okay? And then there are other players who finish 10th, and they, score, they finish like 18th in scoring. So do not overlook DraftKings points scored. I think Wilmington Country Club is set up to be a scorable golf course. I don't know what the weather's looking like. I haven't looked at it. But it's set up to be a scorable course, favoring long hitters. The greens are massive. Greens and reg are going to be through the roof. Uh, get guys that can lag putt well and, and roll the rock on bent grass. The last thing I'll say is 
in the event that I'm wrong about this bomber's paradise that I think Wilmington Country Club is looking to be, and you're playing a lot of lineups, it may not be a bad idea, especially when we get to a golf course that we've never seen before and has never hosted a professional golf tournament, as far as I could find. It may not be a bad idea to do some lineups where you stack certain skill sets, okay? Like maybe you stack, a, you have an all bombers lineup, okay? Maybe you have an all short knockers lineup, you know, where like if Pat were playing, you'd put Pat in that lineup. Maybe you have a real, <laughs> maybe you have like one of those grinders lineups where, where like it's, it's guys who, you know, really do play well around the green and, and, and do well on hard golf courses and do well in, in major championships or, you know, par is, par is your friend. They do well on those tournaments. And then maybe you have one where it's a birdie fest guy, like, where it's just like guys that do really well when birdies are flying. Because, you know, we can, we can predict what we think Wilmington's going to turn out to be. We're getting intel already from on-site at Wilmington Country Club of how it's set up to play and how it's looking. But as we've seen over the years, like sometimes these things just don't pan out like we all predict they're going to pan out. So if you're playing a lot of lineups, consider some skill set stacking. That's it. Those are the things I wanted to talk about before we got going. Do you have anything else to add there, Pat? No, to me, I think like when you have a new course like this that we haven't seen you know, them play, I do think the scoring tends to be a little bit you know, it's it's a little bit harder because they you don't have a lot of research on this course, and yeah. I don't think they're going to light it up like they would some one that they, you know, like the John Deere Classic or something like that. Like there's still nuances, even though it may set up easier, it may set up for a bomber or whatever else. There's still little nuances these these guys don't know yet, and and so that's going to be interesting. But um, I do like the idea of kind of you know making an all bombers lineup or an all ball strikers lineup or something like that, just to, just to see what happens. Um, and you can do that. You can kind of play around with these no cut events, you know, like you can, you know, it's like you're, you're in uh, art class when you're a kid and you, 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 you get to color new things, you know, you get to color inside the box with some reds and blues, hmm. you know, you get to use you get to use finger paint paint when you didn't know you were going to get to use finger paint, okay. and so you get to do all those kind of things with this course, and uh, and then maybe it turns out to be a good GPP lineup. You know what I mean? Does that make sense to you, DB? Uh, uh, maybe a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can. It's kinda... a kind of a finger painting course to me. Like this is a finger painting week. Okay, let's finger paint then. You want to do it? Yeah. Yeah, paint, paint me like one of your French girls here. Let's start at the top of the DraftKings uh, softest pricing known to man at 10-5 because Cam Smith is withdrawn, people. So pay attention to that. Rory, John Rahm, JT, Will Zalatoris, Patrick Cantlay, Scotty Scheffler, Tony Finau, Xander Schauffele, Fitzpatrick, Morikawa, Sam Burns, Hovland, M, and Ju Young Kim make up the 9K and above range, Pat. Uh, I guess to start, and we're not going to talk cash lineups because we hate talking cash lineups and no cut events. Yeah. So we're not going to do that. Um, I guess if I had to, let's, let's start off with this. Who do we think the chalk, who the chalk going to be? You know, uh, what's, what was that song, that 90s rap song? What the, oh, 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 oh. What the hook going to be? What the hook going to be? Remember that? It was a, um, it was a St. Lunatic song. Nelly, Nelly and the St. Lunatic. So this could have been early 2000. Uh, now that I think about okay, it. I don't remember. But it was, uh, what the, hook, the song was called What the Hook Going to Be. I, I'm thinking about who the chalk going to be. 
who the chalk gonna be? Uh-oh. I don't know if he did the uh-oh part. But anyway, St. Lunatics, who the chalk gonna be? I think it's gonna be Rory for sure, even though he missed the cut last week. I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, after missing the cut, but he oh, is bomber. It was his this first event course, coming though. off of the Open Championship. He was at home with Caroline and doing the baby. Isn't her name Caroline? Or was that, was that the, uh, the ex-girlfriend? I don't know. Uh, uh, I don't know. Jackie, I don't think, to be honest, there's going to be a whole lot of chalk up here. Jackie's right. I'm not being crisp. Pat wants a crisp show. we got to be crisp. Uh, no, I, I mean, it, I can see what you're talking about. Like, there's a, a ton of big names here that could be spread out. But I think Rory will be chalk. At 10-5, Rory, in a no-cut event with stud names at the bottom, Rory's going to be chalk. Yeah. To me, Rory, Willie Z, and Tony Finau. I, I do agree. Willie, Willie Z and Rory are probably the two chalk guys up here. But other than that, Finau? How do you, you don't see, think Finau? Did, in the, maybe. In the nines, continuing to play yeah, incredibly. Yeah, I, okay, so I'll, I'll do this. I think Willie Z, Finau, Rory, I guess. Yeah. All right, Rom so, is not. JT is not. Cantlay's not. Shoffley, Fitzpatrick, Fitzpa- Fitzpatrick might be the next one on the list. Yeah. There's but, not I mean, a whole lot down there, though. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of... Sungjae, I think... Sungjae is actually... If he's chalk, I'm avoiding him. I think I'm going to get off the Sungjae train this week. I mean, he still finished 12th last week. Jumping off Sungjae's train. Uh, that, that's dangerous to me. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to rule a lot of these guys out. I mean, I'm trying to think, like, who is a guy in here that you are 100% avoiding as of Monday? It's hard to pull the trigger on who that is right now. I mean, it, for me, it may be JT. I, I, what's wrong with JT? Like, th- to me, it's like JT doesn't feel like himself at, at the moment. And I know he finished 13th, which is, which is decent. But he just doesn't seem like he's... He just doesn't seem like he's all, like the irons are really all there. I don't. What is JT? You know, like JT's about to get married, so he talks about his fiance. And like, what if like something happened and there's a baby on the way and they, they didn't know that was going to happen? And so like he's got, a, he's, got a, he's got this baby on the way and he's like, son of a bitch. Hold on, hold on. I was trying to have this normal marriage <laughs> and now I got this baby on the way. And so like, now I have a shotgun with- wedding. Dang it! Brenda's got a Son baby. A Brenda's got a baby. Tupac. He's playing Tupac on the way yeah. to the course. Pat, so maybe that that's most, what happened. That is I the most know. ridiculous conspiracy theory <laughs> I have ever heard. And that is not crisp. That is anti-crisp discussion. I will not have it. Your kids have school tomorrow, Pat. Remember? You have to get to bed. You have to get to bed and your kids have school. So that means yeah. no late night nut hutting. I shouldn't have been asking about JT and the conspiracy theory here, but I'm just saying. Yeah, to me, it's JT. And now people in the chat are asking if JT didn't use protection. And that's the kind of podcast we are. I don't know. Now we're all wondering. Did he, was he not wearing protection? If this comes out and I'm, and like, I predict this, <laughs> I, I mean, that's a pretty good prediction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sam, Bruiser Sam, will you clip this, please? In the event JT <laughs> announces to us in three months, that uh, shotgun wedding. That, that, that he's that he's that he's been married. That he's been married, and his wife is due in five in you know in five months or six months, right? Yes, Taylor, our buddy, our buddy Taylor. That's that's some that's some big J journalism right there, Pat. That is big J journalism. Good God! All right. Um, 
All right, so who are you playing in this range? Or what do we think? Any, anybody else? I don't know. I like I like all the guys. I just think here's the chalk. If there's chalk I'm willing to eat as of now on Monday, it's probably Tony Fino. See, I'm eating Rory. Eating <laughs> okay. some Rory. And I'm eating some Fino. And then as if you listen to the betting show, I like Morikawa down there at 9,400. Rory McIlroy. <laughs> You're eating right. <laughs> okay. I, I didn't this hear anything you said. We I didn't hear got, anything. How far are we into this show? I heard this nothing the, you said after I'm eating Rory. <laughs> this is the least crisp show we could possibly have. <laughs> and we haven't even gotten out of the non-intended. Jeez. Jeez. Hey, um, speaking of Big J journalism, next week, I, sh- I need to go ahead and announce this earlier in the show. Next week's going to be weird. It's Eastlake. It's one of our least favorite weeks of the year in terms of DFS and betting content. So I don't know what we're going to have next week. It'll be a surprise, but it'll be a lot less than what we normally do. So I, just go ahead and take that. But um, I will be at Eastlake as a, as a Big J media credential journalist on Monday and Tuesday in, uh, in the ATL. So if you're there, would love to catch up. Hit me up. Uh, I'll be representing Tour Junkies in the Media Center. Hoping to get some good uh, information, hoping to line up some good interviews down the road, et cetera, et cetera. That's, uh, so that's happening. So let me know uh, what you think, you know, what you need, what we can do for you if I'm there in Atlanta. Um, also, the last day to sign up for the Ryder Cup style Golby's Cup, our very first Tour Junkies live golf event at Mountain Valley Golf Course in Pennsylvania. The very last day to sign up for that is on Friday. If you've not signed up by Friday, we're closing off the team's We have more than enough already. We're leaving some open spots available at the moment, but we're closing it down. We're shutting down the shop as of Friday. So if you haven't signed up by Friday, those tickets are are going off the website. Uh, Details in the description below, uh, or if you're listening on podcasts in the description of the podcast, you can check that out. But I am pumped about the event. We've got a lot of fun stuff planned. It's going to be an amazing time. And we're so excited to meet all you guys in person and spend the weekend with you. We're going to be in a legal gambling state. We're going to be at a golf course that's beautiful, beautiful views, great people up there, great food. Mountain Valley's doing all the food that's going to be great. Uh, free beer, free free wine, free cocktails while you're there, free food while you're there. Uh, that's going to be awesome. I can't wait for the food. Is there a special Pennsylvania food? Yep, that's happening on Friday. Friday's Pennsylvania what is, food. What, what, like, that's a surprise. What's, what's a specialty food in Pennsylvania, Sam? Basically anything fried. It's like, it's like the fair. <laughs> Pierogies, yes. Pierogies are, are a delicacy okay. there that we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be doing. It's gonna be a lot of fun. We're gonna have a great time. Legal gambling state. Cheese steaks, you gotta love that. We'll have yeah. college football on on Saturday that we can gamble on. Sunday, for those of you that can stay and hang out, we'll we'll, we'll sit up at the bar at, at Mountain Valley and nurse our hangover and uh, bet on the NFL week three three, I think it is. It's just gonna be great. So link in the description. Or uh, yeah, yeah. Link in the description. Sign up. Get there by Friday. All right. Let's go to the AK range, Pat. Okay. Do you want me? Let's to have start a more here? definitive, definitive discussion of players we like. Well, I can get you. I can get real definitive here. Okay. And I think we have some agreement. In, in okay. Well, let me see you get. Def- let's get. Let's get definitive. Okay. Well, I do like Cameron Young at 8,900. I, I do think too. he might be a little bit higher in, but whatever. I'll eat the chalk I there. think he lost all his strokes putting, didn't he, last week? Yeah. I mean, because he yeah. disappointed a little Still, bit. Although, this putting. is another great course fit for him. Yeah. I like, I like Cam Young. Um, 
Indy from kind of up in this area. He's like from Maryland, I guess. No, he's from, from New York. York. He played at he grew up at Sleepy Hollow. But yeah, I mean, should be very comfortable in the northeastern bent grass. Yeah. Like he gained, he lost five and a half strokes putting on that grainy Bermuda at TBC yeah. Southland last week. He gained he gained nine strokes ball striking. Yeah, I will continue. I will pound I Cam think- Young. I think you get you get Cam Young in there, and then Joaquin Neiman at eighty six hundred, and yes. I think Joaquin is going to have some a little bit lower ownership. He's starting to get it. He's at that price. That's what I'm saying. Like he's at that price where I think people yeah. start to skip Speed's over. He's going to people are going to go back to speed. No, I don't think so at all. No way. People are not going to go back to speed. I think why not? I think people more people will play Cam Young than Jordan Speed for sure, because Jordan Speed just sucked last week across the board he lost strokes he really across did. the board I mean, he I was terrible yeah he was okay. terrible i think more people are going to play cam young for sure but but i do think that that neiman is the spot where people are going to start to be like yeah they're going to they're, they're their construction of their lineups are not going to fall in that mid range so it'll be interesting to see where he checks out in terms of ownership i think the same is true so I really love Cam Young and Neiman. I also really love uh, Aaron Wise and Corey Connors in this range. And, and I think those two especially... Can stop talking about Corey Connors? No, I, I like Corey Connors. What is he doing? What is he doing anything? What did he do last week? He finished 28th. Connors is not winning this golf tournament. I, I mean, I don't, I don't think he has to win at 8,200 well, or whatever he is. 8,300. I don't want to talk about Corey did you Connors know, anymore. Oh, well. Okay, well, I, I like him. I kind of like him. Now, I like Aaron Wise more. I talked about Aaron Wise on the betting show. Um, definitely love Aaron Wise. And I think, I think Wise is a guy, is a perfect example of what I said in the top, that he will get talked up Monday through Wednesday. But when people are actually making lineups, I'm just not sure a lot of people will get there unless they go with a more balanced approach and they punt on the 10K range. And maybe and maybe even the top two guys in the nine K range. So I think Wise is going to be one to watch. Do you think that Wise's last name hurts him? Stop, dude. This is getting ridiculous. You wanted a crisp a crisp show, and now we're talking about Wise's last name and JT wearing rubbers. This is this is not this is not crisp. <laughs> okay. Well, I wouldn't even go with where I was thinking with that. <laughs> then let's move on to the next range. Oh Lord! Uh, you said you wanted to get kinky tonight. At least, at least that's what the drop said. Yeah. Do you have so young and Neiman? Any any like sh- like outright fades in this range? I guess Corey Connors for you is the fade. I mean, I'm not touching Hideki, right? Like, I'm not touching Hideki. Although, what if I Hideki? Don't... Like, what if we get to Wednesday? We've heard nothing on Hideki, and he's like four percent owned. That's tempting. Do you think Hideki's going to be four percent? Yeah, I do. People are terrified of Hideki. The withdrawal is real, and if you have a withdrawal in a no cut event, you are screwed because it's you know if you have a withdrawal in a in a in a cut event, then maybe there's a chance that the other five guys get through, and the six of six percentage is like two percent or five percent, and you can maybe cash. But if you have a you have a withdrawal in a no cut event on a Thursday or Friday, if you are toast you're toast yeah yeah i mean i think there's a very obvious fade that i mean i just don't think the course fits them and i just don't want to is is shane lowry 
Like, I've been on Shane all year long. I just don't feel a, a good... Like, this is a good Shane Lowry week. He's not playing great the last two two outings. I'll give you that. I, I don't know why you'd say it doesn't fit him. Um, because, I mean, the guy gains strokes across, like, every major stroke gain category. But uh, it, it is weird to see Yeah, him. but he just doesn't, like... On a longer course where I he feel hits like, it long, though. I mean, he's decent. He does, long. but at, you know, like short gun, short game doesn't really matter here. He's got a great short game. Yeah, he does have a good. Short he game. just seems like a field player that I just don't like. I don't know. Maybe actually, I may talk myself into this because maybe he's a guy that could play a course that's new that they don't have a lot of experience on. Better, I, I don't know. Maybe Shane Lowry. Maybe is actually he's a in sneaky the. Play. Maybe he's in the. Uh, He's in like that grinder stack that we were talking about. Yeah. I'd put him in the grinder stack. I just thought about this. Is the reason you're saying this weird stuff because you're on Planet Tito's tonight for the first time in a while? I mean, it could be. Yeah. We need more Planet Tito's. I don't know. I think we need to like, st- like have Planet Tito's only happen at certain. If you're a new listener, uh, though, like, and you've just not had, you didn't have the years of Planet Tito's prior to like 2021. Cause I like I got off plant like I I rarely go to Planet Tito's anymore. I don't. Drink. I know, and that's what I don't like. I don't. I I don't like that. I think we should have more Planet Tito's. I think you should avoid Planet Tito's Tuesday through Sunday, but you should full send orbit Planet Tito's Monday nights from eight thirty to like eleven every Monday night. Mm. Mm. You know what I mean? Okay, let's. People could say that. People could agree with that. Probably people could. I've heard people could. Um, you know what people also agree with is that front nine coffee is is just absolutely the. It's the yeah. It's that good. It's that good. Front nine coffee is they're the best. They're the best coffee out there. It's coffee for golfers. They're treating us so well. They, they, they've made our. They've made coffee. They've helped us make our own coffee, people. You can go to front9coffee.com. That's front, the number nine, coffee.com. You can order. You can buy. You can have it delivered to your door. You can get the bag and show your wife, and you can go, honey, look at this. And it could be DB's large bucket of nuts, hazelnut blend. You know? Hmm. Put that there in your mouth in the morning. Right? Or Pat's Bump and Run. Or Pat's Bump and Run. Let me run, tell you something which is about a dark way, roast DB. espresso. Can I interrupt you? Sure. When you order coffee and it comes to your house and it's in, like, when you open the mailbox, you smell the it. coffee's aromas yeah. just, they, they, yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's so good smelling. Like, it's, it's so much better. Than, like, don't, don't get the K cups. Oh, you can't like, smell a K cup. Who smells a K cup? You can't smell a K cup. Who can, you can't smell a K cup. I, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care who you are. You can't do it. You can have, you can have a big nose, and you still can't smell a K cup. I got a snozz on me. You do. You kind of do. You kind of do. And I can't smell the K cups. And I like, like when I, when I get an order of front nine coffee, mm-hmm. and I open the mailbox, I can smell it. Yeah, it smells so. Good. And I want to drink coffee right then. Yeah, uh, same. Um, it's delicious. It really is. And if you don't want our coffees, you can shop the other coffees around and you can use promo code TJ10 to get 10% off your order. As many times as you want to order, you can order it. And they're going to roast it right after you order it. They're going to roast it locally here. They're at a local company, Augusta, Georgia, small business, support a small business. We know the owner, Austin. We've met the owner. Great guy, great dude, loves golf, loves the tour junkies. He's supporting us. 
please, if you drink coffee, support us, support Austin, support a small business, getting started in Augusta called Front Nine Coffee, and give it a shot, okay? We love them. And they're going to be at our golf event in Pennsylvania. Full coffee takeover. They'll have all the coffee the whole, every, both mornings, Friday and Saturday morning, and Sunday morning for the hangover. And then they'll have coffee cocktails throughout the day and maybe the morning, Saturday and Sunday. It's a great cocktail. Well I've had evening. it. It's really good. Yeah, you've, you've been in their commercials. So, yeah, great. It's great stuff. Front9coffee.com, promo code TJ10. All right, let's get to the 7K range, Pat. Let's talk about some 7K okay. plays right. in here. Let's make some decisions. Let's get, what do we say, get definitive? Is that what we said we're going to do? We said we're going to get definitive? Let's get definitive. Definitive. That didn't really ring. It didn't really go as well as physical. No, you trying to get. Uh... I was trying to get physical. Um, Billy Horschel, seventy nine hundred. Russell Henley's in here. Billy Horschel pissed me off last week a lot. Brian Harmon had a good week. Cameron Davis had a good week. Uh, Davis Riley's in here. Pendrith, JT Poston, Sahith, Keegan, Mav, Mito, Seamus, Siwoo, Danny McCarthy. What are we doing here in the seven K range, Pat? Who do you who do you think who's gonna be the more popular plays in this range? Oh, I got a couple, and I, I like them, actually. I think Cam Davis is going to be popular in here. Yeah. I like Cam God, Davis a lot, God, I love him though. so much, too. I hope he's love not. love him this week, but I think he's going to be one of the more popular He's right players. on the bubble, though. Like I said, that eighty-five to yeah. $7,500 range, I think, is going to be. So we'll see. I like um, I like Davis Riley, though, right next to him. So yeah. maybe he's kind of a pivot play if you're down here. Wait a minute. What? Off. He's kind of a what? What'd you say? Maybe he's a. Maybe. I don't think he's going to be that popular. Maybe he's a pivot play. Pivot when you pivot. Pivot when I pivot. <laughs> I, got a new, I got a new drop. Was that last week? And then Mito. Mito Pereira. I love Gosh. Mito down at 7,100. Tons of Big fan of him. Here. Um, oh. I think, though, there's a few in here that I, I, I feel like you could play. Hmm. If you feel... if So, if... I don't. I haven't looked at. I have no idea what ownership's going to look like. I do think Cam. Yeah, Davis we know. Is I mean, guys, if you're new here, Camp uh, Pat sucks at ownership. Suck, I suck at this. I think Cam Davis is going to have some ownership. I think Davis Riley is going to have some ownership. Mito, I don't think he is. Um, but if I'm like, if I'm looking in here, and those are my three favorites. But if I'm looking in here, and because uh, I think there's some pivot play, if if ownership is low, pivot when I you pivot. Si- pivot when I pivot. I think Siwoo Kim is a is a is a pivot play down here. Wait, uh, it's seven thousand. Siwoo shaking that ass, shaking that ass, shaking that ass. <laughs> oh, I'm loving this. We got all kinds of shit. Like, I think I think Keith Mitchell is a pivot play. I think Keith Mitchell is a pivot play. Low owned can make birdies. He's played well for the most part all year long. Anyway, so there you go. I'll let you go. Well, you said a lot of names I like. I mean, I, I do love me some Cam Davis this week. If he's if he's chalky, I don't think Cam Davis is a player at 7,500. Cam Davis is not a player that I like to munch on his chalk. I don't like doing that. Um, so I will avoid him if that is the case. I will pivot when I pivot. Pivot when I pivot. Did you just say you don't like to munch on his chalk? I don't. Mm-mm. I'm no. I don't chalk munch Cam Davis at seventy five hundred. No, no, no uh, count ch- count chocula for Cam Davis. 
But Davis Riley, I'm interested in. We we haven't really talked about like the FedEx Cup narrative, and I I think it's kind of out the window here at the at this point. But I do think there's something to be said more so in DraftKings and probably betting for the guys on that 25 to 35 to 40 range in terms of the FedEx Cup standings getting to East Lake. East Lake's a big deal. If you make it to the Tour Championship, you're guaranteed to I think three out of the four majors. Um, you get all the invitational status you want. It's a big deal. Like getting to the getting to East Lake's a big deal. So for some of these guys on that 30 bubble, I think it's interesting. You're not going to see guys jump up like 25 spots like Lucas Glover did last week or JJ Spawn or some he didn't jump up that high, but Lucas Glover moved a ton last week. You're not going to see that probably. But a handful of spots could happen. And so the reason I say that is because in DraftKings, I like the guys in that 25 to 35, 40 range on the bubble because I feel like no matter how it's looking on Thursday, Friday, or well, Friday, Saturday, like I feel like it's kind of like they're going to have to go full send all four days because they're just on the bubble and they're close, right? Like Davis Riley is 27 in the FedEx Cup standing. There's probably no scenario where Davis Riley wakes up on Saturday or Sunday morning to see where he stands and goes, yeah, like, there's no way I can make the top 30. Like, even if he's, like, DFL last, you know, there's still a chance he can hold on to, you know, stay within that top 30. Um, and then the guys that are outside the top 30 but are close enough, you just, you just don't know how it's going to shake out. So I just feel like the guys in that range, this event could kind of keep their attention, keep their focus the whole time, whereas there are guys who could potentially be way outside the top 30 come Saturday and it's just kind of like, let me just, let's just do whatever here. Like, and maybe that means they, they fire at pins and they make a bunch of birdies. Maybe it means they don't and uh, they're, they're done. That's a very big negative or narrative, maybe negative narrative, big brain way to think about it. But that's just one idea that I have. Could be wrong. But I do like Davis Riley. I also like Mito. You mentioned him. Um, and, and I think Russell Henley is still in play here. So I, I, don't, I don't really care about major pivots in this range necessarily because I don't know that a lot of these guys are going to be I, – I think one guy could be super chalky and the rest of them may not be. So I don't really know that I'm – uh, The thing about Henley that I like is just like – I feel like he's just like a type, the type of player that would just jump out of nowhere and win on a course like this. I mean, God, his iron plays well in U.S. Opens, which are on like courses that they don't always play week in and week out. He's like, I just feel like this. I agree. I think that's a good thought with Henley. I mean, he's a he's a really underrated. He gets a lot of love on his iron play, and he's great. In the last fifty rounds, he's second in this field in strokes gained approach. But he's a total driver of the golf ball. He's 10th in fairways, 50, he you know, he's 51st in distance. He's just got to get hot with the putter. It's all about the freaking putter. But, I mean, yeah. pure bent grass greens on, on a golf course that nobody really knows. Like, nobody really – it's not like these guys – there's not a lot of – I think Henley's a good play. How many tour Henley players are from Delaware? Henley could be a good first-round leader vet, too. Yeah, like, the dude can get nuclear hot. Yeah. I I I think, and he's a guy that I feel like the DFS community has been so tired of for so like 
he definitely has decent finishes and he's a cut maker. But he's not flashy. He doesn't doesn't he's not give flashy. You anything. Yeah, he doesn't feel like a guy who's ever gonna win again. Yeah. So people kind of like just don't do much. And now last week he was actually the last two weeks he's pretty chalky. So I mean we could just be completely wrong here. He was nineteen percent owned last week on average and twenty percent owned last week at the at the Wyndham. So I mean that's probably, but he missed the cut last week. Who knows? Maybe it but dropped. I think a it's going to be less this week because I feel like people are going to be like, "All right, it's a bomber's course." Like we've been saying, they think of Henley as not necessarily a bomber, which he, he you know, he's not. But he's not short. He's not. He's not Shez Reeve. Yeah, yeah. And his dumpy. If I see Shez Reeve, if Shez Reeve makes it to East Lake, I'm going to talk to him about getting in the. I'm going. I'm going. Make sure he knows where the tour van is that that has all the fitness equipment in it. I'm gonna talk if to you him. get if, if so if if uh, if Shaz makes it to the tour championship, will you get a video of you like like doing something with him? Like, hey, Shaz, yeah, I need you to go to this. Dude, tour I'm gonna get. Van. I'm gonna do this, some push ups with him. Like this tour van is for you to do some things to get less dumpy. Yeah, we're trying to get we're trying to be less dumpy, Shaz. This well, is the less dumpy van. Honestly, it's outlook not so good. He's 60th in the FedEx Cup standings right now. So, Shez doesn't have a great chance of making it these. Like, like odds are that like only three to four names are really going to switch in this thing. That that are not going to East Lake. That that's that's what the odds will no. tell you, dude. How insane is it that that Ju Young Kim has played ten events and he's earned enough FedEx Cup points. To be 26th in the standing. He has played He's 10 so good. events. So good, though. And this kid is probably going to be at Eastlake. And honestly, yeah. Eastlake's a way better course for him than this week is. I mean, I'm not saying he's going to win the tour championship, but like Eastlake is a great course for Ju Young Kim. It really is. But that dude has played 10 golf tournaments. 10. That's insane. Anyway. All right, let's, let's, uh, let's button this up. Let's go down to the 6K range. We're not doing a 6K draft tonight because there's just too few players. Let's talk 6K, 6K range here. Um, I mean, we talked about the value at the, six, at the dead bottom of the barrel 6K. My two favorite guys at the bottom end 6K is Kitayama and J.J. Spawn. I mean, we, we did have Cam Smith call in and leave a voicemail on the betting podcast. If you've not listened to the betting podcast, you need to go check that out. Cam Smith called, left, left, left us a voicemail, did, did kind of throw some shade at J.J. Mm-hmm. Spawn. And, I mean, shade is probably an understatement. But, I mean, J.J. Spawn just lost his mind with his irons on Sunday. I looked at it. It was bad. He lost like a million strokes with his irons on Sunday. No, who cares? Like, that's one round. He was leading the golf tournament before that, and now he's min-price. And he's 31st in the FedEx Cup standing. Like, I think J.J. Spawn at 6K is interesting. Kitayama at 6K is interesting. Lucas Glover. As Lucas Glover made the biggest... Oh, gosh. Now, we can't go Lucas yes, Glover we can, right dude. He now. We can't t- do that. Yes, no, we, can. we can't. Yes, no, we can't. can't. He finished T3 last week. He made the biggest jump in the whole standings. He gained strokes across the board last week. His best surface is bent grass, which he gets this week. Lucas Glover is definitely in play. At $6,200, dude. 62 No, sorry, $6,100. Yeah, he's there. Yeah, he's at the bottom there. And, then, okay. and then Trey Mullinax at 62 the, I know you like Trey. Trey is I playing love Trey. great right now. 
Like, and that's where I think the studs and duds is going to be unavoidable because people are going to love Trey Mullinax down there. And I think people are going to play Lucas Glover. We might have a 10% owned Trey Mullinax, which could be. I don't want to play Lucas Glover at all. He will not be in the lineup. If, if he ends up in the lineup, I will screenshot it, send it out, and be like, what the, he- what the hell happened? I must have been drunk when I did. Well, that's. I don't like. That's him. crazy because you pick Lucas Glover on the show way more than I, I know. Do. And now I don't like him this week. I don't. So no Glover for me. I love Trey Mullinax, so I'm with you there. I like Wyndham Clark. I like how he bombs it off the tee. I like his, his form recently. I mean, he's been great. I love Wyndham Clark. I like Taylor Moore also. Taylor Moore has been fantastic. Yeah. 6,500. Or 6,400, sorry. This is his last four event. T21 at the Barbasol. Six at the Rocket Mortgage. T5 at the Wyndham. T31 last week. Taylor Moore has been absolutely fantastic. I like him a lot. Um, Other than that, I don't know. Like, you could maybe ride the Sep Straka train after he finished second last week after missing, like, six cuts in a row. Yeah. Um, I like him better, though, to bet, like, a top 20. But I still think Sep. Sep could be, you know, maybe just ride that a little bit for him, but that's it. That's it for I, me. I do like at the top, or top, I say top, in the middle of the range at 6,600. We talked about him a little bit as a top 20 on the betting show. Emiliano Grillo, to me, is very much in play at 6,600. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the fact that that dude has gained now 11 strokes, basically 11 strokes putting in his in his last three shot link events john deere 3m and last week is is crazy like he could be cheap. i mean he, he him putting well is ridiculous like yeah, we it, never get to talk he, about he could be cheating well. I, I i'm gonna scroll i tell you what i'm gonna scroll what what the hell was that that's somebody calling me at my wife's facetiming me right now i'm doing the show what is she why is she facetiming me right now Okay, the last time he did this, this is crazy. I'm trying to look at the last time he gained 11 strokes putting in three events. Well, the last time he did it was in May of 2018. He gained 10.7 strokes putting at the Charles Schwab and lost. 10.7. That is unreal. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Grillo at 66, I think, is interesting. There's a ton of names in the 6K. That's why I'm saying like people are going to trip over themselves to, to play studs and duds this week. So yeah, if you have the sack, you can sack up and go balanced and fade a lot of that top end or leave a lot of salary on the table and play a more balanced lineup because there are going to be names in that 85 to 75 that I think are missing. So, uh, hey, listen, one thing I want to know is in the comments on YouTube, like, like the video, please subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't. We want to know your best golf travel experience. Is it a great course you went to, a great destination, a great place you stayed, a great company that you used to help book that travel experience? We'd love to know what that is. Put that in the YouTube comments. That would be helpful. Um, I think me and Pat are, I'm circling the, the, the drain here with my gin and tonic. Pat is in orbit on Tito's and I'm, Soda. I'm way up in orbit. Like, we got to get off of this before something happens. Um, I, don't, I don't want to get us canceled. I almost got us canceled this morning. So I gotta get we gotta get out of here. Let's have a great week. May your screens be green. We don't know what's gonna happen next week for East Lake and the Tour Championship. So 
We may not see it till like September. I don't know. All right. Make your screens be green. See you. Out.